Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live. Talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Yeah, same moi. It's, uh, a mo- it's not a Monday. It's a Monday to me. It's a Tuesday to the rest of you, and it's uh, February 18th. Um, my sister Susan should be on the line, I think. Hi, Suze. Good morning. Whoa. Hi, how are you? You were sort of louder and than what, me. Did, that, did my tones sound dulcet or something? No, no. You, you said, sound, whoa. No, it was just louder. <laughs> it was audio louder. It sounds good. You do not sound quite like uh, one of, uh, you know, the Simpson ladies uh, today. Okay. All good. right. Good. Okay. Well, um, I don't know. I sort of didn't pay attention to any news for about three days. So I uh, was trying to play catch-up yesterday, and I I regret it. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I, I have to say I'm... I'm so exhausted by the whole thing that um, yeah. in, a, in a rush of self-care, I've stopped reading newspapers. Oh, you did. See, you... I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I can't take it anymore because he's doing... The, the, this president is doing so much damage that it's it's just... It's just too difficult to read. Um, although I was happy to see that uh, the head of the Federal Judge Association right. called a meeting and said, what are we going to do about this guy? This is terrible. Yeah, that that, that I saw this morning, too, and was uh, happy to see it. Uh, this is not a... It's it's just a sort of ad hoc professional organization for federal judges. I mean, they don't have to belong to it, but... Uh, yeah, the head of it, uh, a judge in Philadelphia, I guess, has called for an emergency meeting um, of federal judges to deal with the, uh, well, the dangers, the true dangers. Unprecedented. Is that what she unprecedented says? Unprecedented. Inter- well, I think that that's what she's talking about, the yeah. unprecedented interference of the executive branch in the fe- in the judiciary yeah. branch. yeah. Um, they have a meeting, an annual meeting coming up uh, in a few months, and uh, they the judges decided that they couldn't couldn't wait <laughs> that it was that uh, important to uh, do it immediately. Um, and then you have obviously this letter from all these former. Uh, thousands of former uh, employees of the Justice Department under Republican and Democratic. And, and by the way, this I think the judge who called this meeting is a, a, a Bush appointee. Bush appointee. Yeah. yeah. So uh, people who don't understand that what these – what is happening is, is – Sorry. Oh well, that's everybody okay. in the house is awake now. Yeah, well we hadn't we hadn't heard Ernie at this uh, season, so that's good. Hi, Ern. So um, you can't uh, you cannot overstate uh, the uh, the danger right now to everything that has made this country great. Not you cannot overstate it, and uh, also you cannot overstate the fact that the uh, riven Democratic Party um, it, it is seems frighteningly incapable of perhaps uh, finding the right candidate to ensure that we get rid of these people. Um, it's very, very upsetting. It really, really is. Ay, so... You know, but you're the one who's always well, cheerleading that we can't. I'm going to repeat my mantra one more time. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm just going to say one more time. The biggest, the biggest thing that we have to fight is exactly what we're both talking about: this hand wringing, this we can't do it, this oh my god, because it's still the same thing. Whoever we pick, whoever ends up coming up on top, we've got to be excited. We've got to go vote. We've got to get everybody to vote for, and that's it. It's just hard to wait to do the work 
You know, it's like sitting around, drumming your fingers on the table, waiting to get to go into the game. Well, let me, let me tell you something that uh, happened here. This is why I, I'm so right now down on sort of the Democratic Party at the moment. Um, one of the things, that, a local story, but uh, this is the time that the, um, you know, the county and uh, Democrats uh, gather and make their endorsements uh, for upcoming uh, races. And uh, the Democratic Party of of Allegheny County <laughs> Jesus. Uh, endorsed a woman uh, for the state house, I believe, um, over, wait, I, I, I want to make sure I can get this, um, get this right, endorsed a woman who s <laughs> has, on social media, shared her hatred of Obamacare and has said things like, go Trump. They, the Democrats, endorsed this woman over a progressive woman candidate. Uh, okay, well, then how do they you even? Democrats. Huh? How do you even? How then do, they are Democrats. But they're what goes on is get Democrats in these parts, and that's why I think we don't even know how bad um, things are. Uh, that, oh God, I, I, I just, let me get some of what she has said. Uh, this is a woman. Well, obviously, they're taking fire for this, right? Oh, yeah. They're taking big fire. Okay. Well, okay. But, but it was not even close, Susan. It was this, it was this huge vote. Um, I, I mean, way lopsided. Um, what I, I I can't find her tweets. I'm sorry, but I mean, just unbelievable. I mean, she, she's mocked uh, people with addictions, called them junkies. Said you know we'd be better. She sounds like a, a, a you know like a, a trumper. Yeah. And Sounds here like she here she is getting the endorsement of the Allegheny County Democratic Committee overwhelmingly. She belittles trans people. She mocks gun uh gun safety legislation. Uh she's called people on public assistance lazy, no good idiots. She has said that drug addicts need to OD so there is less shit in the world. She has openly supported Donald Trump. And the people who embody, the, the, who personify the Democratic Party in Allegheny County endorsed her over a truly competent, progressive woman. How is that even? How well, is that even possible? I I don't know. I don't I don't understand it. What is their explanation when they come out under fire? There is no explanation. We just well, the explanation is they want to win at all costs, and they don't care if the Democrat is a Democrat. If the only way to put a Democrat in there is to put a Trump a Trump or Republican in there and call her a Democrat, then that's what they're going to do. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, but that's what they're going to do. Well, they've made themselves, um, I think, irrelevant. Let, let me just say that often the people that they do endorse don't win. They have also said this is a seat vacated by a long-term incumbent, and I guess he wanted her. Now, isn't that amazing? A long-time Democrat who's been in the legislature said this is the woman <laughs> I want to succeed me. So people were saying it was a tip of the hat to him. Okay, if this is who you want. Also, they always say things like, well, we vote when a progressive comes up to challenge a um, an incumbent. They say, well, we always, you know, we stand behind incumbents. Uh, 
And yet they failed to endorse an incumbent who happens to be a black progressive woman who startled them all last time around by knocking out one of their own. The Democratic Party is, I mean, around here. You know, no, here's what it is. The people that the people in your party calling themselves Democrats that have enough energy to involve themselves in the process are the wrong people. But until the right people get off their tushes and involve themselves in the process such that the right people are running your Democratic Party, that's what you're going to get. That's right. If you keep ceding power on the local level to creeps, you get bad local crap happening. And and at this level, it behooves everybody to get off their duffs and do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, this you could do something about. It would and take, by the way, can it, I just say that local politics is really extremely fun and very interesting. It takes a lot of um, uh, adrenaline, <laughs> but it, there, there are worse ways to spend um, hours that you don't know what to do with uh, if you're you know, changing your life or at a different point where you have time to do these things. This is very interesting, and may I say your country needs you. Yes, indeed. Uh, there's a lot of men, um, in, and I'm sorry again to do this to you good guys, uh, there's just a lot of white men in power who need to be jettisoned. Um, the Allegheny County Democratic Party is, a, is a, a, you know, a case in point because that is just a, it's an old boys club. That's what it is. And the only way you get rid of them is infiltration over time and take them out one by one. Um, another case, um, I think this is from, is it Georgia? Uh, Tennessee. So every year Tennessee enacts a, um, a tax holiday where, where for I guess three days things that are usually, uh, you know, have a sales tax on them um, uh, do not. And so obviously, yeah, people, lots of people do that around the beginning of school and things like computers and things like that. That is right. It's right. Free. They do it at the end of the summer when people have to buy a lot of stuff for their kids to go back to school. And it's a sales tax holiday. Well, uh, this year, uh, a, a Democrat in the Tennessee legislature attempted to add to the list of items that would be tax-free for those three whole days um, tampons and um, you know women's hygiene products and <laughs> that they should be taxed in the first place all hell broke loose well one yeah, but they should be taxed in the first place right yeah right. yeah right they should not be um, a Republican lawmaker felt that women would start ho- would use it to hoard hoard tampons. Well, if they were smart, they would. Yeah, actually, if they were smart, they would. <laughs> they they'd buy up a, a up a ton of them. Um, he, he, he said, uh, well, I, you know, this could cost us money uh, because if all the, you know, women have to buy this product uh, throughout the year, so uh, blah, 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 and yada, yada, yada. Um, and it turns out, Susan, I never heard this phrase. These, these phrases always annoy me, but this is one person quoted in this article is, is, is identified as a menstrual equity advocate. <laughs> ah, that's better than domestic engineer. Well, okay. I don't know. A menstrual <laughs> equity advocate. Oh, equity. I mean, why would it be? Well, but, it's only women could, I mean, I think. It's not equity. It's not equity, is it? That I mean, it's only sense, women. Really. Uh, no, because men don't get to, to equate with menstrual. Right. So equity to with is the wrong whom? word, but that's what they. I mean, throughout the article, that what that, she that, really wants, what she really wants, is a whole, whole harmless uh, movement for menstrual issues. 
In other words, don't don't make it worse by taxing us, punishing us in various and sundry ways because this occurs in our lives. Yeah. Uh, so really what you want is some sort of hold harmless uh, legislation, not uh, equity. It's, it can't be equal unless we uh, force yeah. them to bleed once. I know. I mean, I just. Which uh, is not a bad idea. We, <laughs> we could just, you know. <laughs> How do you do that, <laughs> man? Um, you know, somebody. It reminded somebody of this, which I don't remember, uh, that back in the day uh, when people suggested women could be astronauts, some guy at NASA said, well, I mean, you know, like there's just not enough. Uh, a woman needs a hundred, like, tampons a week. Uh, how could, where are we going to put all these things? What is it that men don't understand about this very I don't know. Basic. But, I, but here's the good news: a woman just came back from you know a yeah. year in space, so they right. they obviously found a cubby. <laughs> uh, geez, God, I just you know, man. Okay. Now, what's interesting, though, if you start on this way of thinking, what's interesting is, first of all, there's no place to stop. That from the moment a woman is born, a girl is born, these things start. Yeah. Um, and it's it's piled and piled and piled until we have created a creature who is designed for nothing more except mating. That's right. And that's why we 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 do all the stuff that we do to her. It's all about mating. Yeah. And and for some reason, men are 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 deemed to be just fine as they come. And they don't Excuse have to me? do any of this stuff for mating. <laughs> what did you mean? What did you say? Men are fine when they come? Just as they come. Yes. Well, yeah. I oh, I see. Time. Just as they come. I was thinking of the sexual <laughs> What are you talking about? I know about? you were. That well, I know, I but I... intentionally funny. Okay. Um, okay. Man. Yeah. <laughs> My okay. mind works in mysterious ways. Okay. As, um, as anyway. they come into this yeah. world. Yes. They are. Yeah. 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 They are just fine the way they are. Aren't they? Um, and, and anything they do wrong, it has the following attached to the, oh, boys will be boys. Girls, um, however, have are in a lifelong quest to be primped and primed to find the proper mate. And, and other than that, the, the culture really doesn't views us as a, um, a nuisance, trying to do things we don't belong doing or talk about things we have no right to talk about or demand things for ourselves that who the hell are we anyway? Uh, and the more you look around at every single thing you do and own and put on your body, the more you notice how controlled women in this country are. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. And how we fall for it. Oh, I mean, the and older... How we absolutely fall for well, it. Well, the older women get, generally, they pull away. Uh, but not all. The always. older women get far too late. Yeah, that's right. Um... There was a front page piece in the Wall Street Journal today about um, women now and some men uh, wearing ridiculous uh, things to the gym because the gym is really, they're not going necessarily, well, they are, they're going to exercise. They're mating. But that they have to be dressed to the nines and often that their high-end uh, exercise clothes now are unbelievably expensive and also make it harder to work out. They, they're describing some of this stuff that people are wearing. Well, here's one for a man. Listen to this. A uh, fashion line in uh, California created a jock strap embroidered with pearls, crystals, and seashells. It sells for $35,000, and they've actually sold one. What? And somewhere in this article it says, okay. I'm sitting there thinking, what the, <laughs> what the, and then it says here, someone is quoted as saying this, people want to tell, take selfies and videos during their workouts. 
so they're dressing for that. And then other people want to step up their game and do the same. Oh my God. This is the end. This is what everything, in a nutshell, that bespeaks the superficiality, self-centeredness, and just utter repulsiveness of our culture. That when you're working out, you want to take a selfie? Why? I'm asking as an older person. And two... Well, the only reason I could think of to take a picture at the gym is if you're working with a trainer and you have finally mastered the perfect form of a certain movement. That's not and why. And picture is taken. That's not why. <laughs> they want to show off. I'm sure it's not why. They want to and I put know. it out there. Look it's at like me. It's like being forced to watch. Look at me. It's like look. being forced to look at what people eat all the time. I know. What is wrong with people? Do you really think anyone gives a shit? And then it turns out, yes, their friends give a shit. Because the second sentence here is that then other people want to step up their game. So if people start working out in stiletto heels, well then other idiots start working out in stiletto heels because you have to keep up. How how pathetic are human beings? I just, I, yeah, I can't take it. I really can't yeah, take this self-absorbed, yeah, no, repulsive it, it, culture. I just. You know, and I'll tell you something. They can get on us boomers left and right. But this is an aspect of the younger uh, culture that is just disgusting. This constant self-reference and the need to show it to others. What the fuck is that about? You're not that important. Nobody gives a damn. Well, you know, maybe it came from uh, the, the, this is the generation that were raised by parents who told them everything they did was marvelous, who, you know, that it, it, I, you know that it was constant affirmation by everybody from the time that they were born with, uh, you know, snowblowers getting rid of any dust that might be on their way in the sidewalk so there's no obstacles for them to deal with and once they grow and they get in the real world that constant affirmation just sort of disappears it's just I, so I well maybe they affirm themselves well, is it, my thought yeah maybe they do jesus christ okay we didn't, need, we didn't used to need this if you had friends that was affirmation enough. If you didn't have friends, perhaps that was an issue and you ought to shower. <laughs> God almighty. I just, I'm sorry. I don't like this. But how culture. can you work out in expensive clothes? I mean, don't you sweat and, um. I mean, I work I out in the rattiest crap I have. What? First of all, and the most comfortable stuff I have. But. I, I, it's beyond me. I, 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 oh, Susan, let's take a moment to note that Stephen Miller has wed. I know, I know. One of the worst and, human um, beings in the universe. And it was a small dating well, pool. Well, all I can I say mean, is whatever wonderful woman saw him as her, as her uh, knight in shining, shining armor is probably an equal, equally horrifying <laughs> Well, that's true because in so fact, so let's just toast. May they deserve each other. No, mm -hmm. I think isn't the woman he married the, um, like communications director for the for Pence or something? There's an there's an article in the um, in the New York Times about how these Trump people in D.C. are so not um, considered people anyone oh, really. Oh yeah, they have no one to date. They have no one to date and nobody. <laughs> So it's such a small pool that they're, t you know, they're mating uh, each other. They're inbreeding. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah wonderful. Um, and it says here that there is reason. I mean, OkCupid okay now, one of the dating sites, um, says that anti-Trump mentions on user profiles have increased 
by more than 52% since um, 2017, which says that what your politics are is now hugely important on these dating sites. Um, somebody's even written a book, How Politics is Polarizing uh, Relationships, Love in the Age of Trump. Yeah. Well, I can see well, why would you, you would. you want to go out with no. someone? Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, would you want to? No. It'd be a deal breaker. So you'd say, you know, things like. It uh, would be a deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. Why start a relationship with someone that's going to give you heartburn? Yeah, so Trump's horrific uh, press secretary, who's never given a press briefing, uh, is uh, is going out with uh, Trump's director of White House advance stuff. I don't know. Um and there's a whole bunch of others that they 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 said are are dating because nobody else would. Ugh. God. Please God, let's all just take a moment of silent reflection and concentrate really hard on holding it all together until get we get this <laughs> It's so fucking hard. I, you know, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm never, just like, oh. I get him out of there. I mean, we just got to do it. Um, I mean, and then you got like this, uh, this repulsive uh, senator from uh, what southern state? Oh, Arkansas, Tom Cotton, uh, suggesting on Fox News Sunday that the coronavirus was actually a bio uh, weapon. That the Chinese right. have uh, right. unleashed, and 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 that is right. now on themselves. Uh, you know that, that you know they unleashed it on, on themselves. themselves. Yeah, that 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 makes sense. They decided to kill themselves. They and, wanted and to take, see if it would indeed ruin their economy. <laughs> and you know who's also Steve Bannon? God help us. Uh, immediately uh, jumped on this and. Um, He's he has a he actually does a podcast. Uh, one was War Room Impeachment, and now he's ch turned to War Room uh, Pandemic, and he's he's now spreading this. And I'm seeing s articles left, right, and center that Chinese people are um, experiencing all kinds of, you know, people who, well, anyone who is Asian looks Chinese to an American, right? Are, in, are, are And Americans being so brilliant, they just assume they come with the coronavirus. Exactly. So they're being told, you know, to get, get out of my store, uh, get out of the country, that happened with the with the swine flu. That happened with SARS. Every time these things happen and they're associated with China in any way, the people that look Asian in this country, and it doesn't matter if they're Chinese, are immediately attacked. That's right. That's right. Um, the stupidity of human beings is just... And the... the how fearful people so quickly are. Like, people freaking out about that here. When, I'm sorry, right now if you want to freak out about something, freak out about the old flu, which is right. killing well, a lot I of... Did, I did order, I have two, two uh, appropriately rated gas masks in order to get our mother back on an airplane so that she'll, so I don't have to drive her home. <laughs> what do you mean? You got her She doesn't want she doesn't want to get on an airplane. So I uh before the shortage hit the United States, I You got uh, her what? Two what? uh 95 rated Are um, you kidding? Masks. You got one of those respirator no. masks? They are so apparently Well, it just has a little thing. They're so apparently uncomfortable. Well, it doesn't look not, they she's going to wear like that the on the mask. plane back? If uh, She's got it if she wants to wear it. that's the. I, she'll be disappointed when she realizes that the only way she can sip her vodka is by <laughs> taking off her mask. 
Uh, yeah. But it'll serve to get her on the airplane. Unbelievable. Well, look, she's an older person and she's anxious. Of course she is. I thought I thought the smartest thing to do and was to immediately sit down and order a mask. God. But you got one for yourself? Well, uh, so she doesn't think that, you know, I'm What? Yeah. Are you, you going to You're, gonna do you're this, not you going to wait. Susan. No. No. No, I am not. Although, you know, when I used to fly with Eric, once he, <laughs> when he had cancer, he had to wear a mask, well, and I right. wore a mask with him. You right. Bet. Yeah, that, that I understand. So, okay, speaking of this uh, virus, um, so did you see the pictures of this? <laughs> did you see the par- pictures of this supposedly retrofitted cargo plane that they put all these Americans? Oh, God, what, they put pods in with people in them? No, 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 oh no. Oh, my God. No. They just, they're all sitting there, cheek to jowl. Um, these are the ones who were kept in their, in their uh, you know, rooms on the ship. And the U.S. takes them off and sticks them all together in an airplane, including 14 of them who've tested positive for the virus. But they say... Yeah, but, 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 but oh, Lynn... Lynn, those yeah. 14 are in containers. No, they're not. You didn't see the yes, picture. Yes, they are. You didn't see the yes, picture. Yes, they are. I watched the report last night on TV. They were in containers. The 14 infected people were sitting in the back in pods. They were in large pods. They were in containers so as not to be they with the rest of the people. They stuck these people in... Okay. That is not what the new. I am looking at a picture from the New York Times, and there is a <laughs> a plastic sheet. Yes, and behind that sheet is where the pods were. Honest. They were in containers. They were like in a in 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 shipping containers. Wait a minute. They stuck these people one by one into a container for a... Tri- no, no. They, they, they were large containers, and there were, I'm sure there was more than one person in them, but they were sanitary pods that kept them separate from the rest of the people in the airplane. And yes, they were behind that curtain. And I spent the whole time thinking, God, how'd you like to do the flight in a pod? Well, how'd you like to do the flight in general sitting? The odds are that a lot of these other people who aren't in pods are probably incubating the virus. So this are, is insane. And, and, that's, this, and that's why when not everybody left that ship. There was a doctor that they interviewed that was on that ship who said, I'm staying here. If the safest way to contain this thing is to stay here until you know for sure that you're out of danger, then stay here. So he just stayed, and when he's when they're all cleared, he's then he'll go home regular. Listen, uh, let me just—I I have no idea. They this other ship that uh, the Cambodians warmly welcomed let a whole bunch of people out. And those people scattered all, all over the world, and they're carrying the virus. So, Jesus Christ. All right, just saying. It's quite clear that uh, it, the world doesn't know what to do with this. And, I mean, doesn't know how to... Keeping them on that sh- those ships was a wrong call, too, because there was no way to contain it on that ship sticking people in those no you're recirculating air it's just it's it's spreading it basically it's saying keep that ship at sea until you're all dead and then you know well i want to see it'll be interesting to see how all these americans who got brought back in these uh in this plane um 
what the uh, end result is for, for how they fare. Yeah. Well, they 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 go right back into quarantine. Yeah, I know. They go right back into quarantine. Man, and how are you enjoying your vacation? Take a cruise. It'll cost you six months um, of solitary confinement. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, there are so many, so many reasons I could think of never to go on a cruise before this. Yeah. <laughs> and this sort of... Never yeah. being held prisoner once you go is like the one I never thought of. Yeah, yeah. This is going to take... Uh, the, the cruise industry is going to take a big hit, which as I... You know, because I hate those damn ships. I'm, I'm perfectly happy. There's a story about... Um, the the bravery of two men in China that have now disappeared <clears throat> and you can uh, assume that they were disappeared by uh, the Chinese government but this I read it and I just wanted to weep at the at the um, courage of a few people um, these are two men they don't know each other they both um, live in China uh, one lived in Wuhan and he was just uh, he sold clothes he worked at a local clothing store and he watched them throwing like body bags into the back of some truck one day and um, he took a picture and he posted it and he continued to start is to posting what the Chinese government was not allowing out and needless to say he has been disappeared um, he knew they were coming after him because it said on February 2nd he he posted how officials had confiscated his laptop and interrogated him about the pictures of the body bags and um, in his final video, he he said right to the camera, and this is just a regular, ordinary person who'd had enough. He said to the camera, he railed against greed for power and the tyranny of the Chinese government, and um, his last video was 12 seconds long, and it was just a scroll of paper with the words, all citizens resist, hand power back to the people. He's disappeared. Another young guy um, who wasn't in Wuhan but considers himself a citizen journalist ran there after they closed the place down. And he started just trying to tell people what was really uh, going on. And uh, his stuff was blocked all over the place. Um, as his reports went on, it was clear he was becoming more and more scared. And he flat out said on one of his posts, I am so scared. In front of me is the virus. Behind me is China's legal and administrative power. His parents were contacted, asked where he was. Um, and his last post said, I am not afraid of death. You think I'm scared of you, Communist Party? He's gone. Um, I, I just want to say that we in America, um, you know... We're Even, flirting with we're flirting with things we don't want to flirt with. This is what authoritarian government in this technological age looks like. Every person in China is followed by the government. Everything they do <coughs> is, and they yes disappear. Um, yeah, we're well, flirting you know, with, and here in the United States, there's a story in the paper about a, um, a, a tow truck um, owner, uh, operator, who um, was a, uh, quote, fishing buddy with the police chief. 
Oh, yes. who, fearing that one of his employees was going to sue him for racial discrimination, and he had a good case, had the, his buddy the arrest the guy arrest him, right. on theft charges. And, I mean, just imagine that. We're living in a country where one businessman calls the police chief and says, this guy's giving me trouble, make up a case, and arrest him. Or, and they're such idiots. They, they got emails showing the whole thing and, you know, and, and the detective, you know, advising on the timing of various things so that it doesn't look like retaliation and blah, 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 blah. I mean, long story short, um, they get sued and, uh, and now they have to pay this uh, tow truck employee a lot of dough. But the abuse of power that is just assumed right now to be normal and appropriate is not normal and or appropriate. Uh, there is, and I want... Well, it ain't just China. It's right here. Well, but China. China's showing the way. China's ahead of us. And, and I was talking last week about the Equifax uh, hack that we now know was done by the Chinese, as other hacks were, that the Chinese are already compiling unbelievable amounts of information on us and I'm talking about us individually they are already they hacked they've got the they've got the data on easily half of the American population with the hacks they've done so they use that stuff to try to figure things out that will benefit them but ultimately they can use it for who knows what when they take over the world. Um, there is a, on PBS tonight, um, 9 o'clock our time, uh, there's Frontline, and it is called the Amazon Empire. And I really think all of you who use Amazon, who buy their shit, um, need to watch this. This, it apparently doesn't tell you anything that we don't know, just puts it all together. And uh, it is frightening. Frightening. I try very hard never to use Amazon. I'm pretty good at avoiding them. But um, we are the ones who are doing this to ourselves uh, in the name of convenience and saving a few bucks here and there. So... Um, it's not just about their, you know, their, their merchandise stopping on your doorstep. It's about Alexa listening into everything in your home, uh, collating uh, all her notes about who you are and how you behave as a consumer. It's uh, the video doorbells you have and the fact that the police are now using all that uh, data, mine from everybody's video doorbells. Um, you saw how Pittsburgh and other cities like went crazy trying to do anything and everything they could to get Amazon to come and put a, you know, a uh, headquarters in, in their city. Um, and it is a frightening picture of a company that will, and already does have, so much power, so much information on us, that if you didn't get it before, that Big Brother is not the, in, in China it's the government, because the government and the companies are working together. In this country it is more, it is the private sector. Um, do you know that even, have you noticed that the Amazon delivery trucks aren't as big as like FedEx trucks? Have you seen them on the streets? Yeah? Yeah. Guess, yeah. guess what? There's a reason for that. Uh, those are independently owned delivery trucks and they are made just small enough to elude federal regulations, which gives, ah. <laughs> they don't miss a beat. 
which gives Amazon an edge over FedEx and UPS, also makes it exceedingly difficult to track Amazon's trucks' safety records. They, they don't miss anything. And you remember that when they did pick their site, one of them was in New York City. And then some of the citizens of New York started, you know, protesting and saying, we want you, we don't want you to do this. And, and Bezos said, okay, then we're out of here. Bye. Bye. Who Bye. needs you? I'll go to any other city that's like begging us to come. And he picks up and goes. Um, that's power. Um, and, and this, this front line is going to challenge all of us because we rationalize, every one of us, our immediate need for getting a product from Amazon. It's so easy. It's easy to find on their website. Then it, if you're Amazon Prime, you get it delivered for nothing. And we don't think what those of us who decry global warming and how it is the biggest issue, we're not thinking when we do that about the environmental impact or any other effect, uh, about how they treat their employees, about anything. Just getting something fast and for a little less. So shame on every one of us. We're doing this to ourselves, and by the time we figure out what we've given away, again, it'll be too late. So check out. It was almost immediately too late, though, because stores in re responded fairly quickly. And there are certain things that you simply can't get except, you know, if not Amazon, on the Internet. They aren't stocked in stores. Well, um, you yeah. can get them. I mean, I, I don't know. I find I really I just the other day ordered something from them and I felt so guilty um, and I think I could have done it. It would have taken longer and caused me a little more work. But I had that weak moment where I did it. Um, so I, I don't know. And they worm your way in. I mean, uh, you know, you know, Alexa. Oh, she can be very helpful. <laughs> they are going. No, no, to it absolutely terrifies me when I watch my grandchildren tell Alexa to add something to the shopping list or to play this song or, or you know, and on it comes and they're delighted. And I'm and I just look at my son who. You know, it is very savvy about all this stuff. And I go, really? I mean, you really want that recording you all the time? I, I, I don't allow that. I don't have those things. Well, I don't either. However, most people do, so it doesn't Although, make much difference. Although, you know, even even on your TV, even if you have one of those remotes where you can speak, and I can into on the my TV, TV and have right. them. That's right. That, that, that is also a spy. That's right. Uh, I, Jesus. I, I, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so Mike Bloomberg's going to be in his first debate tomorrow. Uh, that'll be interesting. I'll watch that one. Uh, Susan? Yeah, there's increasingly people thinking that his this this money of his is is going to do it, and um, I don't know. Yeah, that, but they uh, I got a, I got a call asking asking if I would support. I mean, I got a text asking for my support, and I assume that they uh, judge my support in a monetary fashion. So he's he's asking for money. Oh, I don't think he needs anybody's money. I'm surprised at that. He just got done spending. Let me, it, it, it's, it's, it's just mind-blowing because he, he has enough money to do anything he wants. Um, well, I know he does. And he is dropping so much money 
that he's going way up in the polls because people who do not pay attention, but people who are on Facebook and on YouTube and on Instagram and all the other stuff, they cannot be on their devices without seeing Bloomberg ads, and they're slick and they're good every two seconds. And so that creates this sense of ubiquity and uh, just sort of this must be the guy. And somewhat like Trump, he is able to, by buying it, attract so much attention and so much media then attention which will follow it that that's the name of the game just be there be the name on everybody's lips constant exposure on all of the ways people get their information um, we're talking about him and he bought that I think I, to- I think I told you last week that I thought that the end ticket would be something like Bloomberg or Klobuchar, and I think that would be a winning ticket. Oh, and I'm God, and it says I nothing about what my preference is. I'm just saying I think that combo could beat Trump easily. And you know there's yeah it, I can see the I can see the commercials now. Fake billionaire, real billionaire. The fact is, is <laughs> this shows the corruption of our of our uh, country yeah. that you can buy your way um, in. That it is about money and what money can do. And also, he, you know, like Trump is shameless about his life and everything he does, his business dealings. Bloomberg is shameless yeah, about about his way. about yeah. his money. You know, uh, he doesn't apologize for what he's doing and what he's able to do. Uh, so there's a kind of shamelessness in that. He understands that if he buys his way into this uh, conversation, he can ultimately succeed. Um, I... I find it extraordinarily depressing. Yes, uh, he'd be better than Trump. But if this is what it comes to, and I have to tell you, I just keep getting this extraordinarily queasy feeling that if Bernie gets it, which is another possibility, that we'll be looking at, um, in terms of the electoral college, uh, almost like a McGovern-like you know, when, so. or like when the Republicans put Goldberg, uh, Goldberg, Goldwater up. Uh, Gold, Goldwater, yeah, I uh, think so. I and I don't know why. You know, I don't know who these Bernie people are that can't see that. Uh, they just go back to how you know he wouldn't have won before. And I know because I know all the people that absolutely don't want to vote for him. You know, and I mean, I know that I would. But I don't think I know a lot of people that wouldn't. They just would stay home, and we can't have any stay homers. We just can't. And it's just not about your guy winning. It's not about anybody's guy winning. It's about their guy losing, and we've just got to keep understanding that and and try to do our best. I don't get why this is so hard. Tony says um, I think Trump is nervous about Bloomberg. He wants to run against Sanders. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's he wants why he to wanted Biden Sanders. out of there. He wants to run against Sanders. How can how can you know? Ugh. But who knows? Again, I will state that none of us know anything anymore. <laughs> all the things that we think we know, or like all the old, you know, well, this is. This is the way it works. You can't oh, win. This is, if you, to, this is the way forward. No, none of that works. You can't win if you didn't win New Hampshire. I doubt that. You can't, and you know, and for those of us who've already got Biden out, don't even necessarily, that's not true until we see what happens in South Carolina. But on, you know, Super Tuesday, 
you could see something mind-blowing like Bloomberg. And do you know who's in double digits yep. in South Carolina? Another billionaire, Steyer. Steyer. Right. And I mean, I liked Steyer when he was just, you know, a shit disturber on the, you know, on my email. But I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not particularly impressed by him. <laughs> and part of it is that it's just another It's white a rich guy, guy being another able to white... get by his way in. Nobody else would get there with his total lack of any experience at all. His experience is he's rich. Bloomberg, at least, well, this is a, has this entered is... the political... Yeah. I mean, he's held a big uh, elective position and, by all accounts, did it pretty well. Yeah, I think people agree that he was a very good mayor of New York City. Of course, people could say that about Rudy Giuliani, too. So, you know, you have to be careful. Wasn't Bloomberg the one who succeeded um, Giuliani? Yeah. 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 Well, then there's all the stop and frisk stuff and the the, the woman's stuff, too, that he's not... And his, and his stuff. And you know what? Well, you know, there's I'm stuff sorry. on everybody. But any any rich guy, yeah, any yeah. rich guy of a certain uh, era, yeah. Yeah. you're going to be able to have find awful things that they've said about women. I mean, you know, because it's in the handbook, they just get to do that. And um, it, it's just it, we well, we've got to have a little leeway there and and keep people from doing it in the future. But it, you just erase a whole generation of men. That is true. Also. It was pointed out, something I read today, that the last two times that we won the White House with Bill Clinton and with Barack Obama, both those guys had huge baggage. Uh, Clinton, obviously, having to go on, what was that, 60 Minutes? He had to go on, just start with his campaign starting to start bat, you know, batting off all the, the women stuff. Um, the women that were yeah that were that were uh, bussed into the governor's mansion right yeah but we you know he he won and then there was Barack Obama do you remember Barack Obama who admitted to I think snorting coke once who also um, right. had this minister who said something awful about like God damn the United States of America. Um, you know, all of those things look like killers, you know, when they came out. Oh, my God, he's done. You can't. Why would you go to a church where, that's so un-American? And that remember how that all played? Well, look, uh, didn't stop him. So don't get nope. too freaked about stuff that seems so huge. And, and we, all we have to do, of course, point to Donald Trump and all the stuff yeah, that yeah, voters right, knew right. about Why him. are you looking at them just? Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 just pretty awful. And I wonder how many people you know, are paying no attention at all. So if you're, you know, we think everyone's paying attention. I mean, we we assume people know what's going on. Most people don't, and so they are particularly susceptible to the ads they see to Bloomberg ads to whatever they're reading from whatever sources. And truth, <laughs> truth or reality, I, I don't think it, it has much standing in this world today. I just don't. No, but, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty easy, clear thought process with someone like Bloomberg because you know, basically, you know, he's, he's just hammering on certain facts that add up to success, competency, not Trump. And, you know, that's the message. I'm thinking that the yard sign I think we should all put in our yards is something like anybody but. Right, or, or the same not Trump. Or the Democrat. I... Right. Right. Yeah, something like a whole line of them for for the Senate race, a Democrat for the House race, a Democrat. Democrat. 
Democrat. Yeah. Last time around here, there were just across the front of your house. Yeah, in the in the two years ago, there were a lot of yard signs that just said "Vote Blue." Um, So of course, I had a picture of my dog Blue in front of one of those signs. I said, "Definitely (laughs) vote Blue." All right, Suze, we're uh, we're out of time. Oh, did I do it? Yeah, my dog is whimpering. And his legs are crossed. Okay. Okay. Well, out you go. Okay. Thank you. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. And see you guys uh, tomorrow. Okay. Bye. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.